0: welcome to the family life movement podcast
1: today we have matt and jocelyn just talking to you guys we are actually going to be starting a book series the book that we are looking at is called can you hear me now the what? steps <laughs> the steps to thriving relationships we will have the link to this book in our show notes for sure um, the book is written by dallas dermont and nancy Dermot. You know Dallas a little bit better
0: than I do. Why don't you? Hey, Dallas is a a psychiatrist, uh, just an all out. He's a brilliant man who uh, really talks about the art of hearing people because, you know, in today's society, it's very rush, 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 and it's easy to miscommunicate with people, especially in like today's culture and, and the different things that we're dealing with. And Dallas has had the pleasure of working with NBA teams and and, and different things like that about, you know, completely actually hearing people. And so, yeah, Dallas and Nancy are a unique husband and wife team with an extensive experience in counseling, teaching, and ministry. They use their own marriage to illustrate how to bridge the distance between relationships with practical and down to earth skills that make a difference. And as somebody who has gone through and talked to Dallas and, and listened to Dallas and have li- Dallas listen to me, it's really, uh, it's amazing to really be heard. Like not for someone to listen to you, but the, for someone to place themselves in your shoes and to really be heard. And that, you know, it's, it's definitely a lost art.
1: Most definitely. Um... It's something I really am enjoying in this book is that it's not just about marriage. Um, I mean, communication is critical in marriage, and and Matt and I uh, really have valued um, aiming for good communication. Um, it's also about relationships um, and communication with your kids, and in friendships and workplace. Um, and and um, Nancy and Dallas have had a lot of experience in all those areas. Um, I mean, they've been both practicing for a very long time. (laughs) Um, let's see, uh, Dallas earned his PhD in counseling psychology. He also has three other degrees. Um, he has been practicing for 50 plus years in individual marriage and family counseling and workplace counseling, um, and coaching. Um, and he really likes working as, um, Stressful situations and as a listening coach, um, Nancy has a master's degree in counseling and has been in private practice for forty plus years and her pa- her passion is sharing the journey into the amazing truth of God's indwelling presence and our identity in Christ and they have been married for sixty years they have two daughters and five grandchildren
0: it's just it, it's really remarkable when you start. And you start to understand this this art. And what I like about Chapter 1 is it talks about building that bridge between people. And I could not think of a more appropriate conversation to have in today's world, with today's climate, as we're going through COVID, as we're going through... You know, a lot of the, the, the racial and just stuff as we're going through and we're about to hit a you know a presidential election, there's a lot of people talking right now.
1: Is anybody They're, really listening, though? Yeah,
0: and I think that, that – so, like, this book is – actually, I, I think it's really appropriate.
1: Very relevant. Birth. Yeah,
0: for, for what we're going through.
1: Yeah, uh, that's something that I feel like happens a lot in – um, on Facebook, and it's in—it's a writing um, versus a conversation uh, method, um, and so it's easier to not be able to read the tone of voice and the body language. Um, but it's so—it's so, it's so frequent it's like this was said with a sense of humor when it was written, but it was not read that way. And uh, I know I've experienced that in interactions with people online. Um, where it's misunderstood. Well, in these public forums on Facebook, um, it just degrades quickly into a yelling match. And I, I don't think that anybody was listening or looking to understand what the in, intended meaning was. And I, I, that is something that uh, in my brief interactions with Dallas have been is that he really focuses on what is the intended message? Because we all know we have misinterpreted. <laughs> interactions with our our, um, loved ones and with um, our acquaintances.
0: So when was the last time that you misinterpreted a message by someone you know whether that was your parents or with me uh, or a friendship or something like that when was the last time you misinterpreted something?
1: Um, Probably the the first uh, example that comes to mind is um with homeschooling our kids, um, one of the kids comes up to me and says, uh, I, "I need help." And I might have perceived that as, "I don't want to do this right now, <laughs> and I want you to do it for me." <laughs> um, and I get very heated very quickly when that's their attitude about it. Um, and instead of talking with them about, what I was just saying, "No, go do it." And I'm in the because I'm in the middle of my thing at that moment, um, so I'm. I'm not fully present either which is definitely a factor how about you uh
0: definitely like I I think one of my weak spots is when it comes to family uh when it comes to extended family um and I will be upfront and honest that can happen (laughs) very easily sometimes when it comes to my in-laws uh my my in-laws and I are definitely different people, but they are, they're awesome and and very hardworking. And there are some times where I think communication can get crossed and it can be, uh, interpreted wrong. And I have definitely, um, been on the, the, the receiving end of interpreting things wrong. And instead of asking about different things or asking about, you know, maybe I said something wrong or I, you know, I I wasn't communicating well, asking if they heard what I said uh, so that we can be on that same page and so that we can understand each other uh, a lot better. And, and that is definitely something that I need to work on.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that actually brings us to a really good question that Dallas had in his Dallas and Nancy had <laughs> in their uh, personal or group discussion questions that they have. If you could choose one thing that you would like for the Lord to accomplish in your life, as you apply what you learn in this book, what would it be?
0: That's a really good question. I think for me, it would be a, um, just a closeness in relationships. Uh, you know, if if anyone follows me, it's no secret that it's, it's been kind of a rough year. Um, and, and we've
1: talked about some of that. Uh, on the podcast,
0: yeah, for sure. um, you know, specifically, you know, we we lost our dog, and then uh, in August I lost my sister. Who Not was... to mention
1: COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hurricane Laura, we actually ended up totally abandoned, yeah, yeah. totaled from Hurricane Laura, and yeah, it's just been one so thing after another. If one of those had happened, it was enough. Yeah. All of it in the same six months. (laughs) It's been really.
0: Yeah. And and I I can see it's
1: definitely taken a mental toll
0: on you. Yeah. And and I think for me, it's, you know, and and I've had to step away from, and and of course, you know this, but I don't think, I don't know how many of our listeners do, is is I've actually had to step away from Facebook and step away from the negativity. And I've really been pouring into my own personal development, scripture reading, devotionals, and different things like that. Um, so that, you know, that way I can work on my relationship with myself and I can hear my own voice and tune out some of that noise from the outside world. And so, you know, the, the book, I think even goes as far as that deeper level within so that you can, uh, you know, communicate with yourself and understand where you stand on things. You know, you hear every day, you know, everyone's got an opinion about, you know, the upcoming election. just for example, and, you know, there's a 100 billion different opinions about anything and everything, about our current president, about our past presidents, about, you know, who might be the one running the country in the future, and it's really easy to get caught up in that and forget to take a second to yourself and listen to yourself and your own thoughts and where is it that I stand? you know, and, and especially on Facebook and, and stuff like that, but yeah. But yeah, I think that one, the biggest thing that I would like to uh, get from this is a stronger, deeper connection with uh, the people around me, my friends. Um, I, you know, I definitely want a deeper, more personal, uh, relationship with you as my wife. Um, I've, and I've said this about your grandparents, I walked into your grandparents' house and you could feel the love from within the walls. Like that's the only way I can describe it. And so I wanna be able to give you that and more. And then I wanna be able to pass that down to all three of my girls so that they can set standards on what their marriage looks like so that they can raise up you know phenomenal kids um and, and I know all of that starts with me and how I communicate and how I interpret what you say and being able to listen to one another. What about you?
1: So, I talk a lot at work. <laughs> I am a speech language pathologist. I am talking all day with my residents, and I probably need to be more attentive and better listening with them at times. Um, not all the time, I think I'd be pretty good sometimes, at least. Um, as far as what I really want to focus on improve me, improve me, improving though, is when I am talking with my kids. Like I mentioned earlier, I definitely get distracted into my own thing and if they interrupt me, I bite their heads off sometimes. <laughs> know how else to put that. Um something else that I feel like I really want to improve on. Um I do to have a double answer here. Is that when Matt and I are having any kind of a serious discussion, I get very defensive and I know it drives him crazy. Um, but that is my first gut reaction, I guess you could say, um is becoming defensive. And you yeah, know maybe that's an indication that something's wrong. Um, I don't know. But I, I think I need to Maybe understand what he's trying to say better before I react. And that is something that um, they authors put in the book is that they really want us to learn how to stop reacting to the situations that trigger our defenses. And that is something I definitely need. Um, They also talk about um, allowing uh, through the book that we are going to learn um, how to. get deeper into the matters of the heart, uncover the hidden motivations that cause conflict and healing and resolve, resolving the long-standing relationship issues. Um, so I really like that. Um, they talk about discovery listening and discovery talking. Do you want to talk about what those mean or what they mean to you or are we going to learn more about those?
0: Well, I mean, we're going to learn a little bit more about them, uh, you know, in, in chapters to come. But discovering listening is the way I would word it um, is discovering like you're sitting on the same side of the table. So Jocelyn and I, we we both grew up different. We both have different experiences. Um, you know, I I, I kind of came from a broken home. I've only got one sister, Jocelyn. Her parents. Uh, her birth parents are still happily married um, and have been married for several decades. So like there, there's a different perception there. And so when, you know, we're talking or we're having a conversation, she is always going to be coming from her perspective. Uh, you know, I'm always going to be coming from my perspective, which could mean a couple of different things. I come from a broken home. I was adopted you know, my, my dad took off. So I'm going to be interpreting things through that set of glasses. And, you know, Jocelyn on the other hand, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, she had laser eye surgery to, to correct her own lens. And so if she put my glasses on right now, her her vision would be, you know, very blurry. Uh, If I took my glasses off, it would be blurry. But I think what discovery and listening is is it puts us both on the same side of the table and so when we're talking when we're communicating you know jocelyn instead of reacting is going to say okay so what i hear you saying is and she's going to kind of repeat that back to me and so i think that that's and listening where you're completely and fully coming around to you know the side of the table and sitting with that person and saying, okay, here's what I'm hearing you say. Is, is that what you're saying? And then once you understand and you're sitting on the same side of the table, you can, at that time, when they're asking for opinions or something, and, and as a man, I think that's something that I should, I really struggle with is because of, as men, we want to solve the problem. We don't <laughs> want to sit here and talk about the the nail on the forehead. There's a video, and we'll link it into here. here. Uh, about that. We want to solve the problem. We don't want to get on the same side of the table as our wife and understand exactly what the problem is and feel and empathize with it. We want to fix the table and then we want to fix the wall and then we want to fix the garage and we want to fix the car. And by the time our wife is done talking, <laughs> we've completely remodeled the house. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so that's what we're, I, or what I see as discovery and listening. What, what, what are your thoughts? Uh,
1: my first thought was it's very common for me. I, I don't know if I'm assuming this is common for a lot of other people. I don't know if it's a female versus male thing or not. Uh, but when other people are talking, I'm listening. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, not what they're talking about. And and I'm I'm in a way, I'm actually trained to do this as a speech therapist because I'm listening to the errors that are being made in, the, in whatever task we're doing in therapy. And then I'm having to correct that. But I also don't want to be correcting that in a way that is negative to the person. So I'm, I'm definitely thinking instead of listening um, a lot of times when I'm, when I'm working. Um, and i probably bring that home, especially since we homeschool our kids. So I probably do that with the kids quite a bit as well. Um, so I would say that that's the that's the wrong way of doing discovery listening. I guess it's kind of the uh, anti definition.
0: <laughs> so what about discovery talking? Because that, like that's a term that I don't think I even having a counseling background. Uh, yeah, I've got my bachelor's. I'm about to go for my master's. I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about discover talking, or discovery talking.
1: Both, both terms were brand new to me. Um, I think the talking part, uh, okay, I'm gonna just read it straight out of the book because I really wasn't sure either. Um, discovery talking is designed to help you better understand your own heart and to express your heart to others. So it's communicating better to others on what you really mean.
0: I, I honestly i think it would it, i think it goes a smidge deeper than that probably <laughs> because one of the one of the things dallas says and i don't know if dallas will listen to this episode or not but dallas hey uh, if we are butchering your book i apologize <laughs> so and i'm sure we will be in communication because i would love to have dallas as a guest um, in the, in the near future, that way he can take us through one of his actual coaching sessions or counseling sessions. Oh my gosh. Be- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, oh, he's a brilliant, man. Um, but I feel like if I'm sitting here and, and I'm talking, I'm talking off the cuff, you know, I'm maybe even I'm responding to different things that are going on. And if you say, well, Matt, here's what I, what I am hearing you say, that gives me a chance to go, oh wait, that's not at all what I meant to say. Instead, what I meant was this. And it allows you to discover what you're what you really mean versus what you're communicating to somebody else.
1: Makes sense.
0: And I, you know, yeah. I think that's a that's a really powerful tool, especially. You know, especially in marriage or especially within the, the family dynamics, because again, when we take and we look at the different cultures and, and I was brought up in a certain way and, and see things through my, my perception, it would be really easy for me to talk and go, you should know what I mean when I say blank. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of assumption going through that. And Hey, you need to, you know, and, and stuff like that. And then when you don't completely understand what I'm saying or what I meant, it's really easy then to react mm-hmm. negatively to you not understanding what I was talking about. And so I think discover talk, discovery talking is discovering the way you sound and the way that you communicate to the people around you. Because if people are saying, hey, okay, this is what I'm hearing you say then it gives you a chance to stop and say, oh, wow, that, that's not what I meant at all. Instead, here's what I'm trying to communicate. Here's what I'm trying to convey to you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I, I like what you're saying. Um, I need to practice Discover Listening a little better. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think we've definitely experienced that where, you know, you have experiences that, that are very different than mine. Um, you know, in theory, to, you know, the majority of the world, you know, meshing our two families together, your, yours and mine together, when we got, when we first got married, should have been easy, because in theory, we are very similar. In
0: yeah, I grew up in the, the same state. We,
1: yeah, the same state, we speak the same language, um, we have similar, you know, ethnic backgrounds, or whatever you want to, you know, however you want to word it, uh, same religion, um, <laughs> but at the same time, there are definite difference in culture, um, because of our experiences. And, and that's uh, now we're getting into nature versus nurture. <laughs> oh, yeah, deep. Yeah, how
0: deep do we want to go on this? Well, <laughs> oh, I, I think a, a really good example of it, uh, of what we're talking about here is when I lost my sister that is something that you had never experienced nobody ever hopes to experience that uh i you know i'm 35 my sister was 33 34. um and so and especially when when i wasn't even sure what i was feeling yeah we were practicing some of these different techniques and stuff you know from dallas i think that the discovery talking the discovery listening would have empathized or brought out maybe what i was feeling
1: i i i didn't know what to say and and yeah Yeah, in all honesty and i've never dealt with grief in that way um and so i yeah i i I just cried with you i I didn't know what else to do and i and and maybe i could have done that differently and better um, well
0: I, I think the
1: the And point, I don't think there is any way of knowing. Yeah,
0: I, I think the great I think that's the great thing though about discovery talking and discovery and listening and why things like this, things like this book, talking to Dallas, you know, Dallas is someone that I have personally talked to. I have I've had it, you know, uh counseling <laughs> sessions with them. And uh you know, I, I think that that's why books like this, can you hear me now, are so important because we don't always know, one, what we're feeling. If we don't know what we're feeling, how on earth do we expect other people
1: What, to... you're not a mind reader? <laughs> so... I thought you were supposed to be a mind reader all this time. <laughs> all right, do you have anything you wanna to say to wrap things up? I think uh, we've- uh... This chapter. or yeah. <laughs> yeah. only like what I think. Yeah, this is kind
0: of like the introductory of the, the uh, of this book. So yeah, if you want to know more, go check it out. Can you hear me now? It's on Amazon. We'll link it in the show notes. We'll link the video of yeah. the nail yes. in the head, uh, which is a powerful, powerful video. Because I don't know if you know this. i I'm, I'm assuming that everyone or nobody knows this. Men and women think differently. Yeah. Yeah, it's the (laughs) weirdest thing, but not only do we hear things, we interpret things differently. We talk a little bit differently and stuff like that. But the great thing about a book like this is it bridges that gap. It builds a bridge so that Jocelyn can get on the same side of the table as me. She can see things through my set of eyes, understand how I'm feeling emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. And when we have that, the, our marriage can't do anything except for strengthen. Our relationship with our kids can't do anything but get better. You know, it, it, it's been a minute since I've been five years
1: old. A few.
0: I, and I, I was a bit of a terror when I was a five, you know, five years old.
1: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and so, you know, having that and, and being able to get down on the floor and see things from our kids' point of view. Uh, so that we can better understand them. Uh, better understand them. and as a man who has daughters, as they grow up being able to understand a little bit more, because I'll never fully understand what it's like to, to grow up as a woman. Um, but to empathize and to sit on the same side of the table, that way I can fight for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what the, the, the big overarching goal mm-hmm. is, is for as your husband, as their dad, as my friend's friend. I am fighting for them and not misinterpreting information. And and, and at that point, it feels like I'm fighting against them. And that's when that stubbornness comes in. Just a little (laughs) bit. All
1: right. Thanks for listening to this episode. And we will be back with chapter two next week. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites, and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes.
0: Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips and tricks on growing your business around your family.
1: Thanks for joining us and have a great day.